Welcome to Tech London, a show featuring interviews with London's top creative entrepreneurs, startups, investors, design agencies, internet marketers, and freelancers that make up the Tech London online community, which mostly lives on the Slack instant messaging platform. We rotate through both hosts and guests for these interviews, so you have the chance to hear from multiple perspectives on London's tech scene. So welcome back to the Tech London podcast. I'm very t- happy to be talking with Mohammed Shah. Uh, Mohammed, thanks for coming on the podcast to talk shop. Oh, thank you for having me, John. Excellent. So, um, Mohammed, you're you're a full stack developer, and uh, you've been a, an early member of the Tech London community. So it's, yeah. it's great to have uh, some of the old school members come on, um, and. Um, you're you're a full stack developer um, with a particular interest in uh, WhatsApp, um, which is quite interesting. So I don't think I come across too many uh, WhatsApp developers these days. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd love to uh, just ask you about what led you to, um, you know, getting getting started with WhatsApp development, and tell us more about the the automation you're working on as well. Yeah, well, I kind of kind of started super randomly actually a friend of mine was doing the the antler program it's like a yc for europe and um he was on there and then he wanted me he wanted to bring me on basically the problem he's trying to solve is reducing the risk of uh, uh early onset pre-diabetes in the uh south asian community um so when we were developing for that uh i had the idea of well you know, people don't like to install apps nowadays. As a full stack developer, I know this very well. <laughs> people don't want to like install or keep or download apps. Um, so let's just go to go to go to them. You know, and uh, all the aunties and uncles—they're the highest risk. So where are they? They're all sitting on WhatsApp. It's something that they'll never delete. Mm-hmm. So the idea was basically to make a uh, calorie tracking plus health advice bot on WhatsApp. Uh, we tried to go from through their official means, and um, it required a, a lot of uh, jumping through hoops and uh, documentation. That obviously, as a, a, a startup within an accelerator program, we didn't have, and of course, it was time sensitive. So, um, I basically used this existing library uh, by a Mexican guy called Daniel, um, and uh, he it was not it was no longer. Uh, being maintained, so I had to fork it and update quite a lot of things. And then, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't go get through in that program. Um, the investors didn't see the use for it. Uh, so then I kept on maintaining it due to demand from the community. And um, for us, fast forward a year now, it's one of the biggest uh, uh, WhatsApp automation libraries out there right now. Amazing. So, um, just to give us an idea of scale, like how how large is uh, the the user base for for this? Uh, well, I mean, it's not um, it's not like huge numbers, like <laughs> the biggest uh, node libraries out there. Uh, however, uh, we're I think we just hit thirteen thousand downloads per month this month. 
which is which is not bad for a library that just you know started picking up steam uh at the start of the pandemic actually it started growing a lot during the pandemic when people were thinking of making bots to help their community track and trace to help uh, make uh coronavirus update bots and stuff like that so um so yeah yeah it's funny when i was messaging you the other day uh i noticed that these <laughs> these <laughs> These audio tracks kept coming back and they were playing songs. I was like, what is this sorcery? What is this, this magic that's happening here? <laughs> it's like things like that. I didn't know were possible at all with uh, with WhatsApp. So it's quite. Yeah, you, you caught me while I was testing. I, I kind of left the program, <laughs> the program running, unfortunately. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and, uh, and what about the kinds of uh, use cases that you're seeing? Uh, what, what are some of the, the really interesting ones that you've come across so far? Yeah, so there's quite a lot of use cases for WhatsApp. I mean, if you think about it, in China, they have WeChat, right? And obviously, everyone who has ever used WeChat say they use it for everything, right? And it's similar with WhatsApp. WhatsApp is like the number one app in the whole world, except in America, WhatsApp is your your communication infrastructure, you know? So, yeah. um, and it's weird because... It's it's on every single device. However, people use it only to text, uh, but also at the same time, it has so much uh, so much opportunity that uh, people use this specific library. You know, even though it's kind of like a workaround until official means, um, they use this library for so many different things. Um, quite mundane uses are um, having bots that uh, turn videos or or images into stickers. People in um, East Asia love stickers. I mean, I've never yeah. used them, but uh, they love stickers there. Um, I had a, a guy from Switzerland the other day um, contact me about uh, his his uh, WhatsApp bot, which is basically uh, helping to do track and trace in Switzerland. Um, as I mentioned previously, in the start of the coronavirus pandemic, they uh, they they made bots to due to coronavirus updates um in nigeria uh, we're going to set up a bot to spread more awareness about the police brutality there and um and in 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 brazil uh people are using uh bots to uh help uh uh, sell airbnb type property Mm -hmm. Uh, into the rental market and uh, they're also using it to counteract uh, far-right pr- propaganda on whatsapp uh, by uh, spreading awareness about uh, more center-right center-left uh, politicians as well yeah so so many use cases and there'll be so many more so much more when uh, more features come to whatsapp interesting yeah um, and one of the one of the things around WhatsApp that concerns a lot of people is is privacy. Like, can you tell us what your views are on uh, the way that WhatsApp handles privacy, and what what kinds of things should be people be aware of when they're using it? I'd say that uh, with WhatsApp, uh, privacy is very easy to give away. Yeah, you know, um, if you think about it, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, attack vectors happen on the browser context. And since WhatsApp web mainly runs in the browser, especially if you're not running the web, uh, the desktop client, um, if you provide 
access to WhatsApp web on the browser, then it's basically open game for any hacker, you know? So I would always, I would always say that you make sure that you know exactly where you're scanning your WhatsApp web sessions into. Make sure those, those places are secure and, uh, Make sure to keep checking your um, your WhatsApp web sessions in the app, so then there's no sessions that are authenticated um, that, that you, you don't know about. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like you say, you know, people use it for like so much. It's, I guess it's probably used more than normal text messaging these days. Definitely, definitely. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, in uh, I mean, um, to provide support to the community, um, we have like a Discord channel, and um, people were having a discussion about how it's it's kind of like not right that it's in the hands of one company. Like this is like the communication infrastructure of billions of people all around the world, which yeah. has greatly surpassed SMS. SMS is like an international standard. And where people, you know, it's not owned by one company, but WhatsApp is for some reason. And uh, they were they were saying that maybe a solution is for it to be under the control of the UN or something like that. Where, where you know, like even even like even down the line, when WhatsApp does release these e-commerce and other services, it will definitely be an antitrust issue for Facebook itself, and they're gonna they're gonna have to deal with it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at the founders of WhatsApp, you know what uh, they've they sold to Facebook for what is a measly what was it, fifteen billion dollars or thereabouts, and then they went on to make the Signal Foundation. You know, so there, there, this is going to have to be dealt with eventually. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. Actually, you mentioned Discord channel uh, for support. For your, or yeah, you know, uh, dialogue with the with the um, user base. Why didn't yeah. you choose a, a, a WhatsApp? <laughs> oh, because I don't want my phone blowing up every five <laughs> seconds when, because uh, you know some people they're like they're new to coding and stuff. They have a lot of questions. So hmm. uh, with Discord, I can kind of like step away from the conversation and yeah, and not have to miss miss many things. But also um, in the Discord itself, uh, there are different channels for different repositories. So even though uh, I'm kind of like the founder of OpenWA, um, I maintain the Node.js library, um, whereas there are other maintainers for the Python library, for the decryption library, and for the uh, the WhatsApp button library as well. So, um, so yes, I mean, even though I, I like brought all of these projects together under one roof it's not just me and i also don't want to be talking to everybody all the time (laughs) yeah yeah i know uh my my wife works in hr and she uh manages hr for a small restaurant group and they run all their operations all their communication with all the staff is all done through whatsapp whatsapp um and they've got like multiple groups um you know so it's yeah that it's their you know, without that, it would make things so much more difficult for communication uh, for their team. Exactly. Especially for, you know, people who are just looking for a very basic, uh, you know, not super advanced tech. Like WhatsApp is the go-to tool. 
um, to keep yeah. everybody informed. It's it's one app that ninety nine percent of people who have it they'll never delete, hmm. and um, yeah, and 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 the good thing about building a service on WhatsApp is exactly that. Like you you will most poss- possibly never have any churn. You know, <laughs> you know where as as long as you keep them engaged in your service, uh, they'll keep coming back. You know, I've you know if, uh, although like I started it with. Uh, the 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 health bot is called my new life um there there's so many different use cases i i built a bot where uh some people are super obnoxious in the group chat they just send voice notes <laughs> i really hate that so then i made a bot which basically picks up those voice voice notes transcribes them and then All puts right. the actual text in the chat um right. i made another one where you can send uh um i made this like super quick one called whatsapp.london yeah um and basically it's a imagine it's like a it's like a snapchat uh channel you know where you can send it stuff and then it can because whatsapp now has stories again it's a feature that i don't really use but apparently people use it in um in south america and in africa a lot so that's actually um so what happened yeah exactly so instead of one person sharing their own stories you know this was uh, this this specific bot what it will do is you can send it um, videos and text and pictures uh related to like a subject or whatever and then um the in in the chat i can write hashtag approved to the message to the to the media and then it gets sent to the story automatically so this this feature this this specific bot the code is going to be reused in nigeria to for the the sars campaign Hmm. Where where a lot of people from all over the country will be sending um, sending uh, videos of protests or or whatever, and then uh, it'll go to one central uh, WhatsApp story. And another thing which makes WhatsApp so prevalent in many countries is that uh, it's free in terms of data usage. Like you see, in the Middle East, in in India, you you know you don't it uh, WhatsApp is not counted in your data costs. Oh yeah, I I think I I think traveling around, yeah, that seems to ring a bell. If it was, I think it was when I was traveling around Southeast Asia, and some countries, yeah, what WhatsApp wouldn't count towards your your data usage or something. Yeah, like so interestingly, we're like going full circle, and there is actually another another. Uh, I think it was a lady. She was making a bot. It was basically Napster on WhatsApp. So you literally <laughs> tell it the song that you want, and then it sends it to you as, as a voice note. Amazing. Because you don't have that bandwidth cost at all. Wow. Even for service <laughs> providers, you don't have that bandwidth cost, really. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's impressive. Awesome. Um, so, um, so Mo, um, this has been a really good chat. Um, I'd love for you to just let people know um, where they can go to find out more. You shared like a GitHub link with us. Um, but, uh, is there anywhere, um, obviously you're in the Slack group as well. Um, but is there anywhere people can go to find out more information? I guess, I'm, I'm guessing probably Googling the, the, the WhatsApp library would also work as well. Yeah. The WhatsApp library, you can find that by searching open dash W a, um, yeah. Um, the, the main home for that is on GitHub. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at smasha. S-M-A-S-H-A-H, uh, where you can find me, you know, 
uh, tweeting out silly jokes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, or you can contact me on Slack uh, at Smash. Excellent. Thanks, Mel. Thanks. You've been listening to the Tech London Show. If you're interested in joining the community or even making an appearance on this show, make sure you join our Slack group over at techlondon.io. Till next time.